Hi, everyone. Here's a sneak peek of Dishing Drama with Dana Wilkie. If you'd like to hear the full episode, please subscribe to us on Patreon. Come on, bitch, bitch, bitch let's go. Come on, get, get, get ready, bitches. We're back with Thea. Your moms are watching with more juicy gossip of A-listers. Yeah, baby. Dana, would you like to have the Queen of Versailles on your show? I've been friendly with her lately. We're talking about writing a book, so I could probably convince her to do your podcast. Thea, I need you to know that the other day we were doing an Ask Dana Anything episode, and I was asked like who I wanted to have on the show you know, my dream guest. And I said, Galen, because I, I like, was like, this person maybe wasn't, you know, bold enough for that question. But my, the truth is the queen of Versailles is my dream guest because I fell in love with her in the first documentary. She was so amazing. She made me care about Orlando. I'm just saying <laughs> she's, a big, she's a big deal in Orlando and she and Captain Lee are very good friends. So they, I would die. I would die. We hang out all the time. So I approached her a while ago because I just same thing. I love her. And I had made a meme about her and, and about Heather Dubrow's house. And I said, if you want to see a house, you know, when they first had Heather Dubrow's house on the show, like the premiere episode, I'm like, excuse me, is that a house? This is a house. And then I put a little clip and she liked the meme, right? Because I tagged her. And then she Message me, DM me, and said thank you for that meme. And I'm like, hello, like, oh my are gosh, we best, are we best friends now. So of course I have to be like, oh my god, I'm obsessed with you. I want to write your book. And she was like, oh wow, you know, we have a little outline, and we wanted to do that. That's something we want to do. And then of course I have to drop huge names in the conversation, or she's not gonna give me the book. So I'm like, oh, I'm friends with Captain Lee. And also I used to work for Julia Roberts. I love how 20 years later, I still drop that into every conversation. I love it. So would I, I'd be like, hi, my name's Dana. I worked for Julia Roberts. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And do you know what she wrote me back? It's so her, she said in capital letters, oh my God, does Julia Roberts know who I am? Question mark, question mark. <laughs> You're like, no, um, but I'm not going to say that. Oh I'm like, she, you should have said, I'll DM her right now and let her know that you exist. I said, I'm not in touch with her at the present time, but everyone knows who you are. So, you know, it's a quite possible is what I told her back. But anyway, now we DM and talk about her book and she wanted to have lunch with me in LA when she was in LA, but I said, I'm not in LA anymore. I moved to New Jersey and she was so disappointed. And I said, well, when you're in New York, I'm right near New York. I'll drive right in. Oh, yeah, I am so well. I'm about an hour from her, so at the moment, so I'm like dying. Yeah, no, I would love her. I love that she's. Uh, if you don't know the Queen of Versailles story, it's you know she's from a. Uh, she was a pageant queen. She was from like a very uh, working class childhood, and then she goes into this like pageantry world, and she meets. Uh, the guy who's in charge of, uh, you know, he owns a casino and he also owns like a vacation club. Like I forget the name of it, but it was like a big vacation club thing. And so you see her come into all this wealth and she has this dream to build like a castle. 
And he's as ostentatious as she is. And so it's also kind of his dream because he's dealing with his mommy, daddy issues, as well as like a, a very wealthy, powerful man. And in the end, what you learn is that they're dealing with like a lot of regular people stuff amongst all this wealth. And even though they become this super influential, wealthy, uh, you know, family, there's, they're still haven't lost where they come from. They just can't, you know, it's like, I don't know if she meant to lose it or if she wanted to lose it, but it's still there. You know, right. she still loves to buy target and she, you right. know, she's just, she wants to spend 10 grand at target. It's like, she doesn't want one Louis Vuitton bag. She wants target, you know? So there's just this, like, you kind of fall in love with it because it's all over the shop and she's a hot mess. Like we all are. And you know, and then she goes on this journey and she's very close to getting her dream, which is this mansion. But in the process, uh, she's losing her husband in a sense because he's having financial trouble and he gets all of his self-worth from his money he creates for the family and the things that he presents like, you know, and he had a dream to buy this casino for his parents and he did. And then he was losing the casino, which for him was very symbolic to an achievement that he basically like wanted his parents to know how successful he was. It was like a, in a tribute to them. So it emotionally cripples him and he then has to, you know, get through it and it causes a rift in their marriage. And, you know, she's just trying to be the same upbeat person. She always is, but he's like, you don't get what the, the financial stress I'm under. And so they kind of disconnect. And at the end, you're left wondering, like, is the queen of Versailles going to be okay? And, and how is he going to be? And now they're starting a new show and I'm dying to know. <laughs> well, I'll ask her about your podcast. I feel like I can make this happen. I really have a way of making things happen. I know you do. I love you already. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, okay. Let's move on to a fun story that you also told me she's, you've got so many, I know, I'm sorry. I keep like, you're like, you know, it's like digging for gold with you. Um, your brother dated Joanna Krupa. Yes. They were a couple, a serious, serious couple for two years. This is right when she got to this country from Poland with her mother and sister, she didn't know anybody. And my brother was at this point, like the king of the cheese balls in, in Hollywood and like, you know, pick these girls up from the airport. I know how he got his girls, but they were always like somebody that just got here from another country. And he, I think he waited at the airport and like he had a Maserati and that was probably leased or something. And then he would just like flash his teeth and be like, Hey, so he met Joanna and honest to God, my brother now is, um, I can't say how old he is. Cause he doesn't tell girls his age, but he's, you know, not young. And he's he, still a player. <laughs> He's never had, yes, and he has never had a girlfriend ever in his life other than Joanna, is what I'm saying to you. So he was madly in love with her. I met her many times. My first time I ever met her was at Sizzler, which was at this point her favorite restaurant in America. And I went and she was with my brother and she was wearing a head to toe black leather bodysuit that just had little strips that went over the nipple and nothing else. And then the rest was like a cat suit kind of thing. And at Sizzler. And I never met her before. And she had a very thick accent and she was just sitting next to my brother looking stunning, like drop dead gorgeous. I, I couldn't, I couldn't speak. I was so like mesmerized by her looks, her blue eyes and these huge lips. And I was like, what, 
but you know, she was, she, they ended up going out for two years, serious, serious girlfriend and boyfriend. Um, and they're still friends to this day. As a matter of fact, the daily mail put up a picture of her walking with my brother. Like I'm going to say last year, not long ago. And, um, they said, um, Joanna and her ex remain. And I'm like, that's not her ex remain. That's my brother. They do look similar. <laughs> oh no, stop it. So that's how that, that's exactly what he looks like. He looks just like Romaine, uh, or Romaine, whatever his name is. So yeah, they were a big, huge couple and it was a big deal. He was, um, he was really, really big at the Playboy mansion. So he, he took her there all the time. And then she got the cover. I home. definitely ran into your brother. I hate to say it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he hit on you, Dana. I'm sure. If you... Oh my God. I'm scared to ask you who your brother is. <laughs> his name is. Eric DeSando, if you Google him, you might find things that are not nice about him because he's a cheese ball, but he's super nice. He has a huge heart. He paid all of Joanna's bills, all of her mother's bills, all of Marta's bills the entire time they dated. He used to make a ton of money. He used to be a talent agent. He discovered Meghan Markle. He discovered Meghan Markle. I know Meghan from- I think I know your brother. Sure what you talent know. agents was, was he at? It's called Identity Talent. It's not around anymore. It was called ID Identity Talent. I do. I, 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 he probably knows me. You have to ask him, will you? Because we would have been in the same circles for sure. And his name is familiar, like not in a close way, like we were close friends, but like we were party in like the same party circle. His name is very familiar. Very D-list when it comes to like Hollywood. Like I for sure, you know, had a way better, way better jobs than he did. I mean, he was kind of a cheesy talent agent that had really kind of low level. No, but I feel like I've met him. I'm not kidding. I'm, I swear to you, I wouldn't ask you to do it for just the show. He was very good good friends with Slade Smiley. So I've had dinner with Slade a million times. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Oh my God. I really do think I know your brother. (laughs) Holy shit. That's crazy. Please, please, please ask him if he remembers me. (laughs) Okay. All right. So that's a great story. Well, uh, a lot of the women that come from Poland have blonde hair, blue eyes, big lips, and a perfect body. In fact, I have a friend named Joanne and which she actually often will like get us into places by pretending to be Joanna Krupa. (laughs) She's from Poland from like our same town. So they must all look like that. It's like, they must, it's like Stepford wives, but they're, I don't know, beautiful. Um, it, it, now when she came here, she was poor. Is that it? Like she didn't oh, yeah. have any money. She was selling her feet pictures, which I think is hilarious that Larsa does this, but she was selling pictures of her feet. And this is back before like only fans was anything. It was nothing. She was selling pictures of her feet for money. Like, you know, she would put them literally in the mail and they would mail her a check. This is how this worked it was hilarious to me. Cause I was like, well, wait a minute. How do you know that you're going to get the money? When, who puts it in the mail first? Like I was so fascinated with the feet thing because I was <laughs> wondering, but yeah, she would tell her, her, um, and then my brother helped her a lot. He got her a lot of little modeling jobs, you know, right when he met her that for little things, this guy named Pike. You ever met Piken with the big signs all over LA? Robert? Yeah, I, Robert. Oh my God. He was my best friend. Okay. So what? that's how you know my brother. That's it. Robert Piking was my best friend. Okay. So Piken has what? had, I've had dinner. Piken knows me like you would not believe. No like, shit. We definitely know each other. Him and my dad and me and my I brother. knew his so sounds familiar. I do know your brother. Oh my God. I hung out. I know your brother with Robert. If you are liking what you're hearing, please review, rate, and subscribe.